Hey everybody, it's Matthew. This is just a little bonus episode about the Netflix documentary, The Tinder Swindler. I am speaking with my wife, Joanna Pearson, and her sister, Adrienne Pearson. I just want to let everybody know that this is a totally normal episode. I was not in any way bribed, blackmailed, or extorted into this topic or these guests. Uh, Joanna's sound is not an error. It is uh, good and uh, deliberate, and I like it that way, and it's not something that I uh, repeatedly brought up or got yelled at for bringing up a lot. I'm very happy to be presenting this topic and am not being held hostage in any way. Now, uh, please enjoy this totally unremarkable uh, bonus episode. (laughs) Jesus fucking Christ. Of uh, Slee Ricketts. I literally just Googled and there's a People magazine headline. Simon Leviev says, I am not the Tinder swindler in new interview airing next week. He says, quote, I was just a single guy that wanted to meet some girls on Tinder. Yeah, he also said, I'm the biggest gentleman in the world, which seems, <laughs> seems like the thing you say when you've done nothing to be ashamed of. The question I have for both of you is, would you have been swindled by the swindler? I mean, Adrian, Matthew, would you have been swindled? swindled? Well, <laughs> I, I think there, there are a number of elements that would have to be adjusted for context in my case but i mean i think i would be swindled insofar as i am extremely gullible and even when not gullible i'm likely just to acquiesce to people's demands for money so i probably would have been swindled you know i guess say aren't you isn't it kind of a known thing that homeless people come up to approach you a lot you don't yeah. have to be homeless to ask me for money out yeah. of oh, blue people, with no previous just, introduction. That's, there's a that's, vibe that you give off, right? There's <laughs> a wounded, wounded, wounded animals, <laughs> people, or just, or just people who have a big idea. They could have a big idea and they're walking mm-hmm. down the street and they think to themselves, I would like to find a stranger with whom to share this, you know, perhaps 45 minutes of big idea yeah and if those... you're if you're at a party and you have a new app that no one wants to hear about come talk to me and i will oh, listen no, they, for the next hour zero, and a half yeah, oh, yeah, patiently they'll, they'll, they'll zero in on you and then you're starting you know, a restaurant or you think you yeah. might want to start a restaurant or you just like have to a, that to a philosophical notion um crackpot philosoph- wi- philosophical notions i'm big on and while a wild look in your eye a wild look in your mm-hmm. eye also uh they oh, gravitate yeah. towards yeah. and the end if they want to ask for tellers no Matthew might, there's a version of this where Matthew might get swindled. I actually, I don't think Adrian and I would have been swindled, but for, for slightly different reasons, but I don't think we would have been swindled, AD. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I don't think I would ever fly off on a private jet. After Except, you're asking to get murdered. Just, go ahead and say that. Go ahead and say that much. Which is also like, it's, it's like the highbrow version of like driving off in a private pickup truck, like with a complete stranger. <laughs> You know, I do wonder, like, I I was thinking as soon as I I watched this, I thought of uh, you, obviously, uh, Adrian, because you're the one of us who's most 
who's only the only one of us who's really used Tinder, but also I thought of your dad because I thought like his his like yes. provincial small mindedness in certain respects would make him yeah. like perfectly resistant to this kind of scheme because it wouldn't even take asking for money or getting in a private jet. It would be like rich, good looking, foreign, goes out in the sun a lot without a hat on. Like he would just be <laughs> off the list. <laughs> He'd just be eliminated. Oh yeah. Every, oh, yeah. Everything, everything about this would have aroused our dad's suspicion. I mean, this just like the whole, well, that's, that's the thing is like, I, this is what I, I was thinking about, like, like being swindled and I was thinking, no, I would never be swindled. Not necessarily because I'm a genius. I mean, in the beginning of the documentary about the Tinder swindler, I, at the beginning, I was like, oh, well, he's obviously rich. He's got a private jet. Yeah, he's yeah. doing all Great, these I rich so too. Yeah. 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 I was like, I was like, I'm waiting for the swindle, but he obviously has tons of money. So I would be duped, I guess, just as, because it's, it's very elaborate. It's very like, it's very audacious and elaborate. But I think the reason I was swindled is like, like the, the, the type of person that the tender swindler is and the type of kind of polished blonde vip club going hey. champagne popping like that like everything about it it's like he would have missed in me i would have no interest in him we are like, out I, I, yeah. yeah i'm Fixing out like our, like our yeah our paths would so not ever Cross that there is no danger of the Tinder swindler ever mm. getting me, Adrian. I don't know. You're a pretty, you're a pretty young thing. You know, like pop bottles. You like to party in the club. Yeah. Yes. You. So you found him really attractive, Adrian. You said. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Really. Yeah. 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 Okay. Handsome guy. Love that he flaunts his money. It's a good look for me. Well, that's, well, that's the thing is like, it's something that like immediately, I think Adrian immediately, like we would find it, we would, we would find sure. it really off putting. We find it off putting, yeah. but it would, it would also be like, like, it would be like mutually off putting. Like, like there's no, that this yeah, guy exactly. has no like, I would not be up to, yeah. Yeah. I'm he would, he would have no, like I, yeah, I'm not going to be a status object on his arm. Right. And just in case people are somehow still listening, uh, I thought we should at least briefly uh, clarify oh, that this is, a, this is the Tinder Swindler, which is a British true crime documentary that came out on Netflix recently. It uh, tells the story of three, ultimately three women, Cecily, uh, Pernilla, and Eileen, who all met this guy, Simon Leviaf, which it turns out not really to be his name, on Tinder. He took them on uh, extravagant trips and dates, and then ultimately, uh, suckered each one of them for tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars. Kind of, I mean, it truly un unbelievably, he, he eventually went to jail for like 15 minutes in Israel and has since gotten out and has started over again and is apparently doing it again, which makes him really, I mean, he, he is some kind of genius. Is but he doing it? Is he doing the Tinder swindle again? Well, no, t Tinder, Tinder permanently banned him only after the documentary came in. This is after like a huge oh, wow. viral article had already come out called The Tinder Swindler with his face on the cover of it. It took them until the documentary was released. Like, and after he did prison time. So it took them like until two weeks ago to ban oh, him. Oh, it was like, yeah, yeah, it was, it was yesterday. Yeah. That was but he's, yesterday. But he, at least even in the documentary post jail, he's he's like still like running his, 
still running his his scam in some capacity. I mean, because he, he's because he he has no money otherwise. But so, Adrian, you are the only one of us who uh, is young and or hip enough to have ever used Tinder. I don't know. So. Hit. Is a good word. <laughs> I didn't say you were hip. I said you were comparatively hip, oh, which, does, which yeah. says very little for your. To, to, yeah, don't, say, don't be complimented yeah. by that, by that <laughs> characterization. I think uh, I think Adrian is actually hip. I will just state that for the record, she is. Oh, but thanks. go on, Matthew. Go on. But yeah, so I, I am curious, Adrian, about your take on Tinder in in, in a couple of capacities. But for one thing, you know, we the main person who's interviewed throughout this this documentary is is Cecily who really just gets the roughest ride. I mean, she ends up giving this guy like a quarter of a million dollars, something like that. It's yeah. something insane. Like she goes into terrible debt. She takes all these these insane loans, opens up all these credit cards. I mean, it's really yeah. preposterous. But her account of her time on Tinder, which she's, she had been on for like seven years before meeting this guy, gave me the impression, which might be an incredibly obvious, naive take, that it's not really a means to an end so much as it's a pastime. That... No, I think that's, yeah, I think that's incredibly accurate. So, so I mean, how, how was that? What, what is your actual, give us your Tinder bona fides. Tell us what qualifies mm. you as a, as a, an expert on Tinder. So tell us like, I'm what's not, your experience with Tinder? I'm totally not an expert on Tinder. I'll just say that first. My experience is I, <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know that anything good necessarily, for me at least, really came out of Tinder specifically. I feel like it is kind of the one of the dating apps that's kind of known for being a little bit more of just the trashy play around hookup app. It's like and the so straight I, I, grinder. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. I, I think so. Joanna yeah, very so reluctantly that's... assumed the burden of monitoring Adrian's <laughs> Tinder uh, profile. Oh, for, for into it, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't really. Her Tinder didn't work so well because it was on her phone. But I did. I did assume the burden of your OKCupid. Well, I do think. I do think it, it is. It's. It's extremely fun when you have. When you don't have the investment, and so like I think for for me when, you, oh, yeah. when you would sort of when you would sort of be like, oh, this is, oh, and I'd be like, here, let me take the helm of your okay cupid profile it was really nice for me to not have to worry oh, about it well it was it was really nice for me to i mean it's actually it's i would recommend black. this i would recommend this to people because like i'm boring i don't want to go out <gasps> in the world i don't want to i don't want to post a picture of myself but like i've got my like beautiful younger sister and and i was not catfishing i should state that for the record i was not pretending <laughs> to be adrian i think i i literally wrote on the profile my sister is sick of you duds and so i have come to i have come to take charge of her profile and naturally she got a lot of matches by saying yeah. that yeah <laughs> i mean people were interested people tried to people people revealed their unfunniness people tried to sort of like engage in a humorous fashion i don't know if okcupid was a limited pool or if you're right maybe like that the woman on the tinder swindler she did it really was like like Tinder was almost an art form for her. Like it was yeah, like she she like grew up on Disney. Remember how they made a big deal of how she loved Disney movies, which would have offended me if I were the woman involved. Yes. Remember that? Mm, She's like so it seemed pretty key to how she characterized herself. That She's I would say like I she mean, maybe insisted on that. Like it seemed pretty big for her. Who knows? Maybe, maybe they interviewed her for a thousand hours and that's what they cut. But 
I was going to Sorry, I mean, sorry, Adrian, would you say that well, if it was it, She referred to Vanderpump Rules, which I was going to say it's arguably the same show. It's lifestyle. I mean, it's definitely or as ba- the same. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> well, they're all really the same ethos if you want to boil it down. It's all the same. The so, same Adrian, kind of... what is the what's the hierarchy of dating apps? Oh. You like know, how, I, like which or like what are well, the, Bumble, what, what, how are the yeah. Bumble is more sophisticated. Well, well, can I just say that as of as of right now, I I have been in a relationship for a couple of years, so I don't. <laughs> I'm not currently I'm not currently on the dating app scene. Well, actually, you know, I will say, in in all fairness, the way we really ended up meeting was on Hinge, which is another one of the dating apps. So uh, that's how we. Actually, so you're, so you're actually like an you're an app success story. Like I, you're like I, you're I, the opposite. I hate to say that, but what did you say? Oh, Jeff said it was a hybrid meet, a hybrid meet of dating app and an mutual friend. I was going to say, you got to include Raya at the top of the dating app. Oh, uh, God, Jeff. I mean, we would not know as, as being like the little underlings that we are. We would not know, but I think- We've heard of it. Also, one time there was the league I tried to sign up for, and it was like a long waiting list, and it was like it really wanted to amp you up, like you had to like be accepted into the league. So sports related? And I don't know. I think it's just like I think it's just like higher up there, and I got accepted right after we had started dating, and so I never got on it. Oh, I know. So Adrian, what are the most? I want to hear a brief list of the most trivial reasons for which you eliminated a potential match. Oh God, Joanna. Because I do remember, I do remember at least one guy who got cut because he wore a t-shirt with the wrong band on it. No, really? Did I do that? uh, I feel fairly (laughs) certain. I remember that specific (laughs) moment. So. I would have put that past uh, myself. Thank God, um, yeah, Jeff, you're lucky you, you left your Dave Matthews Band shirt off the off the, the profile. I mean, that, I mean, in fairness, like that's an easy way to cut somebody if they, you know. I, oh my God, that's, that's insane! Sorry, go ahead. I mean, okay, it's a little insane, a little harsh, but I do think it gets overwhelmed. It gets so overwhelming, and you're just trying to swipe so quickly that you just have to kind of quickly eyeball something that that may or may not be. Um, they're not reasonable. Uh, I think, I mean, the big one that everyone laughs about is the fish picture, right? Yeah, fish pic. The famous What's, one. I thought you were going to say that. What's the? Yeah. His like trophy fish. A guy showing yeah. off a fish that he caught, like a, he, he caught a big fish. He's a fisherman and he caught a big fish and he's showing it off in a yeah. photo. Yeah. yeah. Or he's not a fisherman and he went fishing once and caught a big fish. And, was, and you cut him for that? Oh yeah. That's, that's not a good thing. Because it's, that's a well-known. That's a well-known dumb thing that people do. It's like if they what? Have what? Photo, Why is that dumb? What? <laughs> what? Well, it's sort of like it's sort of like a it's sort of like a mirror a mirror muscle muscle selfie. Like if you're in the mirror showing that's your muscles. That seems yeah. quite, that seems quite different to me. I mean, look, let me put it this way: Would you cut someone? Would you, member of the Pearson family? A notorious family of of uh, workout addicts. Would you cut someone for a photo of him at the end of a long race? But this is what she's saying. It, I think it's a little bit like if you're querying literary agents. If if you're saying that like you are you are having sort of like an abundance, you're having sensory overload and a, like way too many options. It's a little yeah. bit like someone who could be a really wonderful writer. But they could send a, a like a terrible, misspelled, 
you know, they just wrote it too hastily, email to to query a literary agent, and it makes it very easy for the literary agent to 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 eliminate yeah. that that email because they're getting inundated. So I think I think I think Adrian's point is that the the nature of the the, the medium is such that it there are probably very wonderful people with wonderful qualities that because of the yeah. overload you're like I've got to just get rid of this person. Yeah, but yeah. If you, if you had a fish, you got cut in my book. If you had again, a fish, you got again, cut. Okay. And again, it's like as Adrian says, it's like it's it's the too muchness, right? You have to have like a few things that you're just like, oh, no, not really. Yeah. You arbitrarily shrink the pool just in order to have a smaller pool. I don't think it's so arbitrary though, because like the fish was a kind of it was. I mean, it's a little bit like I mean, that's what you see with the tender swindler is that people people are really using signifiers. And I do think that like, there might be someone who's using the fish ironically and, and don't get me wrong. I've enjoyed fishing back in the day as a child, but I just, I think like, I think it's a medium where people are using signifiers to sort of signal and find like-minded people. And if you're using a, a You've got like your hunting vest, and then you've got a, your fish, and then you've got your. Oh I, I don't know, Adrian. Hunters? What would you say? You're cutting hunters too. <laughs> oh my god, that's terrible. This is this is why the wild-eyed philosophers of street corners come and assail hunters, you because you're like you're like you're like I can't eliminate anyone. They you live in the south. Me. You live in the south. How are you going to cut hunters and fishers? I mean, what's do, I mean, do you that, like for? First of all, do you think a hunter or a fisher wants to find Adrian or me, like a Pearson sister? You know, no. Like, not after this conversation. <laughs> the, hunters, the hunters and the fishers do not want Adrian and me. Would you agree, Adrian? I will say another thing it would be like a guy posing beside his car, like his like tricked yeah. out car. That would be an easy eliminator. So mechanics also unwelcome. <laughs> Mechanic, is it though? Mechanic's awesome. (laughs) Thank you for your work. I need you in my life, but maybe not in the romantic. Yeah, mechanics don't feel the need to pose by their tricked out cars. That's that's a different, you know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, So what? So you, Joanna, was uh, talking about her, her uh, catfishing people on uh, AOL by posting Mm -hmm. REM lyrics, making them tricking them into thinking she was cool. What I'm curious, what dog whistles do you use in your Tinder profile or in your online profiles that you, in order to like subtly send a message? I hated making my profiles. I think in all honesty, I think that Joanna helped me write most of them. Um, And I don't know that I like had any tricks. I think I tried to, I think I just tried to be, did I? I don't think you had tricks because you're not, you're not a tricky person. You're not a, you're, you're just well, like a- I, I think you had to help me come up like with clever clever ways of like quickly saying like what I did like just like saying that I liked cochlea think about the off. ears yes. we should we should state for the record that Adrian is an audiologist by profession so like looking into people's ears is not a weird thing to say right um, you would look into people's <laughs> you'd say I look into people's ears on your profile as a way to I think it was like, I think it was like for one of them you had to like list like your likes and so like that one of my I likes like was looking like, to people's ears. I know. I think it was like I like cochleas. I think it was I like cochleas. Another good way to like kind of weed out the fishers and the huntermen. I did have a friend who because they had on one of the dating apps you could answer questions 
and you could choose which questions to answer. And one of the questions offered, I think it was OkCupid, was uh, in the question, wherefore art thou Romeo? Wherefore means, and there were multiple choices. And of course, one of the choices was why, which is the correct answer. And another of the choices was where, which is incorrect. And he, he chose where incorrectly, despite knowing it was incorrect because he wanted a girlfriend who wasn't an intellectual. So I'm curious, like, are there, are there any like sneaky tricks in your, in your, uh, in your either selection process or in like your, your early exchanges where they're sort of like subtle cues or no, you weren't, you weren't so devious. I not so much, but I will tell you that I just, I just asked Jeff if he knew what that meant. He shook his head. He would have picked the wrong one. So I'm surprised Jeff wasn't cut for hunting or fishing or, you know, Jeff has an he audible Southern accent. I mean, it's, it's, like, Jeff is, Jeff is really like a man of the people. And so it, well, this is the thing is like, part of it is like Jeff, Jeff is utterly, you know, wonderful and like self-effacing and like funny and sweet. And I think part of what you're trying to find a shorthand for is people who are sort of like blowhards or something. And I think like, obviously it's what, perfect. What correlates to blowhard? Wait, what? Well, what's the... <laughs> you know, if you're, if you're a woman who's lived on earth, you know, you know, you, enlighten, well, don't, just, enlighten my mostly male man, audience. I mean, it's a man, it's a man in a muscle shirt in front of a mirror or it's a man holding a giant fish. And I'm just going to say, I those bet are Jeff not comparable. Not, those are totally no, not comparable. I bet, I mm. bet Jeff has, I bet Jeff has caught a humongous fish and Jeff would never have gotten on Tinder with his giant fish is what I'll say. Je Jeff, did you, did you have any photos posing uh, with your awesome banjo? Are you showing off, showing off your, uh, your, your, yeah. your it's totally different. Music picks. Yeah. You did, he actually yeah, okay, did a so music then why, why is that? Why is being good at music better than being good at fishing or hunting or working on cars? You know, I would say it's a personal thing. I'm personally it's a, it's a, okay. You're into music, all right? That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, that's a, that's a my big wife thing. is an unrepentant classicist, but yeah, that makes sense for in your case. No, no, no. You're purposely missing the point. I mean, like someone, someone who's got a lot of like deer heads and fish and um, <laughs> like not, a like you a, have like not elaborated like, on this thought. You're just hammering <laughs> it over and over. No, that like they don't. I'm just saying, like they don't want to hang out with me. They don't want like. Oh, nerdish Joanna, tell me about, you know, tell me about that book of Alice Monroe short stories. And it's like, no, they want to go and they want to go and murder a deer, you know? These like, are mercy, these are mercy kills. You're saying, I, God, I wish I could spend time yeah, with this hunter, like, but I'm just going to put him out of his misery so he doesn't have to spend time with me. I'm going to say it's, it's mutually beneficial is really yeah, what Joanna it probably doesn't want to be at home providing the natty light for him to come home to. Yeah. <laughs> also, nothing wrong with Natty Light, though. Yeah. Matthew, you're gonna have, Lana's not a big deer drinker. You're going to have to cut a lot of this, Matthew. <laughs> did you think this episode was going to be brimming over with substance? Like, did you think there was going to be a lot of, like, fiber and critical analysis to this conversation? I told Jeff before we started that this is not going to be a usable episode. But, like, 90%. Did you, oh, let me ask you this. Did you have any, did you have any judgments of the figures involved in the documentary that were not voiced by the documentary itself? Well, I, yeah, you know, my, I still... I still have a huge question. You probably all of you do, whether or not you've been on Tinder. I don't fully understand the relationship of the of the baby mama of the the woman who had uh, this child and like the child. That whole relationship still is like 
which may or may not be at all answering what you just asked Matthew, but just in terms of, right. of never really fully expanding on that story. And it's kind definitely of, I, unclear. Definitely very unclear. confused by that. So, well, what, do, so you know what, do you know what I figured? I wondered if it was that she was a swindly, swindly who got knocked up, but then because because then she was sort of financially, her financial interests were then tied to the tender swindlers. She then has an interest in helping him Wendell. perpetuate perpetuate his Ponzi scheme. Yeah, because she's got a baby now and she's got like, but I assume she was in one of the original swindles. Right, but he but she but, was, right? Yeah, she, she was swindled, but, but she, her, she came to she became a, a an unofficial accomplice after having i mean that was the point they made was that she had stood in the courtroom at his earlier trial in israel where where so, well, i don't know if it was israel somewhere where he had been convicted of similar crimes already and she was in the courtroom as one of the plaintiffs at that trial before she had the conversation with cecily saying he's a great guy he takes care of me and, and we have a great relationship yeah, so she like, had some, there was some happened. turn that occurred. Like she, yeah. she made a decision that, to, to realign yeah. herself with him and presumably benefited from, you know, the, from the pond. Cause it was, I mean, Tinder Swindler is a really catchy title, uh, but it is not really representative of what he's doing because it is a massive and incredibly elaborate Ponzi scheme. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 he used Tinder as a vehicle for it. And maybe what distinguishes this from other Ponzi schemes in some respects is that he's able to do it again and again somehow. Like, we'll see if the Netflix documentary finally makes it impossible for him, but he, by yeah. all appearances, he's able to keep convincing people to give him money. That's the other thing that I'm curious to hear, Adrian, because I feel like, I feel like perhaps this is, this may be genetic, that I feel like when I see anything, whether it's the tender swindler or it's a documentary about a cult leader or, um, you know, someone who was just like a notoriously charismatic presence who duped people. When I see clips of them, I think to myself, oh, well, where's the magic? Like, where's the, you know, this, mm -hmm. this tender swindler, he was like, yeah. I love you so much. You are my darling. You are my everything. It was like, it was just so nonspecific. It was so not in the least compelling. And so what- There, there what were a lot I'm of emojis to, doing the heavy lifting in this. Yeah, in this uh -huh. yeah. oh, exactly. exactly. So what I think to myself is that, am I just, you know, so Adrian, are we so our father's daughter that like we are- we are skeptical enough. We are cynical. Like we are, are we just like immune to that? Like, are we immune to the magic and we're also immune to the, to the deception? Or is it that we just haven't met, we haven't been in the actual presence of this person. So we haven't gotten the full magic or we haven't met the right magic that Adrian and I also listened to the same um, podcast called sweet bobby oh my god we can't oh, just recap yeah. other podcasts sorry and, <laughs> well no 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 but it's, it's relevant it's relevant matthew it's relevant it was also I'm sure it's it relevant <laughs> it was it was but it, but it i'm making a point if 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 you'll allow it was also a it was a catfishing scheme and there was there wasn't anything financial at stake but it was a similar thing where at least the clips we got I was underwhelmed by the person's charm. So I'm, Adrian, what do you think? I would be afraid to find the person that would kind of 
realism with their magic. Um, just, I, I would like to think that I'm immune to it because I do think I have a probably an unhealthy amount of skepticism and paranoia about the world. Yeah. <laughs> you won't get scammed by a scammer, but you also like won't get scammed by like a nice neighbor who wants to have brunch. You're like, ah, this sounds suspicious. <laughs> I'm not falling for this shit. <laughs> so true. That's so true. But uh, yeah, but the same thing. Yeah, with the with the catfishing podcast that Joanna was mentioning. Yeah, that one. I think that one I could understand more because it was someone who knew her well. So the emotional, I I, I get the emotional aspect of it more than the this tender swindler. He was like, I love you so much. Oh yeah, it was like a robot voice. No, I I thought it was like the I thought it was like the Google Translate, like saying it out loud. Yeah, there and there was a lot of like literal copy pasting. It was like my darling. Cecily, I would like to <laughs> see you when I am back in Oslo. I mean, it seems like there's some selection bias there, right? Like if you fall for, if you find this charming, you might also give me yeah. $40,000. What would you do if someone was like, was like, Adrian, oh, pre, pre, let's say pre-pandemic because it's it's more of an ordeal now. Yeah. But like, Adrian, oh, you had a bad day and you live in Oslo. I'm going to fly to Oslo to have coffee with you. Would would you not, would would your sort of like training as a woman in the world not be like run away, run away fast? The constant sharing of location was weird to me too. Like he like would share with them specifically what address he was at all the time. Yeah. Which is, but it's also like, that's a form of, like it's a deceptive form of transparency. Like it seems seems to be sharing everything, which seems to be- For sure. But like as someone in a new relationship, I would be like, why is this dude telling me where he is at all moments of the day? Like I would be very skeptical of that. I mean, that's what's always interesting. The the line between a romantic gesture and just like the gesture of a crazed stalker is is so so fine and you know it really really there really there is no line every single first date that i ever went on with people from dating out i was so like paranoid and like setting things up and telling my sister and my friends like exactly where i would be and like doing it in the daytime and i would never ever ever go to a second location with these people um adrian if you've gotten on a private jet i would have just like you, that would have you would have called the fbi right like I, yes i would have i see I, i'm the the case that to me is really fascinating and it seemed like also the slightly less stupid person was pernila who was who never dated him who, oh, who yeah. like, went partying with him and he took her out oh, a few times but he never friends. they never slept together they never dated she was just friends with him and she still gave him tens of thousands of dollars so like part part of the question i think is is like how long would you have to know somebody like what would need to go on between you and some other person even if you were just a friend with this person before you would just give that person take like take out a loan to give that person forty thousand dollars like how like how never like like that's my suspicion is for the two of you the answer to that is like never never would that like you could be on your deathbed with someone you'd been like married to for 50 and you'd still be like, ah, this sounds a little questionable. Well, uh, yeah, I was going to say no offense, Joanna, but I don't know if I would do that for you. <laughs> no, I mean, that's what I was trying to think. Like I would, I was just thinking about that. I would think, I was thinking like, well, it would have to be, it would have to be my family member. It would have to be like, it wouldn't just be like a story of, of, 
Adrian running it away in her diamond business. It would have to be like Adrian needs a new kidney and yeah. my sister and I've like been to the doctor with her and it was a real doctor. It wasn't out in like a ramshackle shack somewhere where she like I mean that I think it I think it would ha- I think it would really be like a family member and I would be like we have gone and this is thousands of dollars because it's a matter of of life or death I feel like yeah you know Joanna maybe I, I think if you're in need of a kidney I'd come through for you yeah <laughs> yeah but you're like kidney fraud is a little harder to pull off like you, you I do wonder like what the drop-off rate for him was like in the early stages of picking people up because he had I mean maybe like the answer is he he sends he he probably like matches or he he, he swipes white right on almost everybody and then he exchanges a couple of texts and he sets up a coffee date. And then on that coffee date, he's got to be perceptive enough to determine like on whom to spend the, the the first measure of that afternoon, sending a Rolls Royce, taking her on a private jet across yeah. the world and then putting her up in a five-star hotel because that's the first move. Yeah. And after that, like, I, I wonder how many people he did that for who then didn't, didn't, pay off. Who didn't yeah. follow up after that. Like he, he's got to be pretty good at scoping you out on one coffee date. Yeah, so he's got it down. I mean, he is a master of his form. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and and just again, like like may it be a lesson: don't go in a private jet with anybody. I mean, who should you be going in? A, like, I no, don't certainly not on a first date. Don't just like text your friend. Like, don't remember when she texted all her friends and she was like, "Oh, Yolo." Yeah, Yolo, yeah. Yolo. There's like the fatal. Anytime you're dating, like it, just as a general rule of doing dating apps and you find yourself texting your friends YOLO, you should second guess what you're about to do. <laughs> <laughs>